Just based on the map of the Norfolk Tide, it reminds me a lot of one of the awful alignments in Denver. <laughs> I mean, it would be a fine alignment if it had actually gone where it was supposed to go, but it didn't, and yeah, and here we are. Welcome to the internet, live from the Marriott Library at the University of Utah in a gleaming, shiny basement somewhere <laughs> in the Logan metropolitan area. This is the Red Line Podcast. I'm your host, quote, forgot we were recording today, so wrote these episodes that we're about to record, like, in an hour. Dunstan, and these are my co-hosts. Kyle, quote, transit signal priority, close quote, Holland, and... Alex, quote, shiny basement enjoyer, close quote, fielder. (laughs) Today we're talking about America's smallest and least used mainline light rail system, the Norfolk Tide. Just how did the souped-up streetcar get built, and why is it so poorly used? All this after the news. Question. What? Why is mainline and light rail in the same sentence? What's no, wrong with because, this because, because, no, think about it, right? You have, you have light rail as a broad category includes streetcars. Oh, and we're specifically saying this one runs in a rail corridor. The kind that is actually meant to carry people places oh. is mainline in my head. Okay. Versus streetcars, which are not... <laughs> Cool. So, so that that's my justification for that, if that makes sense. All right. Now do the news thing. Do 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 do. The U.S. Department of Transportation has issued more than six billion dollars in grants for high-speed rail projects, including more than three billion for California high-speed rail and more money for Brightline West. The money comes at a critical time for the national high-speed rail landscape, as cities and states all over the nation start taking a second look at the way we move around. Now we just need to fully fund CHSR and get to work on some more lines. Not to mention upping Amtrak service everywhere it goes. Um, Comments? They, uh, they actually almost almost closed Brightline West's funding gap. They only have $750 million more dollars to go. So I would expect a construction announcement soon. I mean, 750 is kind of chump change in... In real estate in money, front transit dollars. So, well, for a twelve billion dollar project. Yeah. Although I'm not sure how much of the twelve billion dollars they're building right now. Probably not too much right now, but soon, hopefully. I I heard that they funded about eighty percent of the proposals they got, and the two from Utah were not funded, which is always fun. Awkward. Uh, they're in the long distance steady now, which is better anyways. Yeah, so. that's probably where they belonged anyways, because really the reason we were putting these in for the corridor ID study is we wanted them to eventually become part of the long distance routes, because that's all we really wanted anyways. Mm-hmm. So anyway, this has been the news. Do, 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 do. Do. So, a long time ago, in a Virginia far, far away... Norfolk is the second largest metro area in Virginia, trailing rather far behind Washington, D.C.'s Virginia suburbs. <laughs> I, think, I think you probably should have written this with the intro scroll in mind. I will, this is something I just came up with. Yeah. So, Are you cross-promoting your other podcast? No. <laughs> Not at all. Not at all. Not even slightly. Nope. Uh, yeah, D.C. suburbs have, like, I think, three million people in them in Virginia, and then Norfolk is like, hey, look at me, I have a million and a half. That's that's kind of sad. Yeah. Virginia's not a real state. No, it's 
what the maybe DC and Virginia should just merge. <laughs> the District of Virginia. Sure. Or the Virginia of Columbia. Hon- honestly, <laughs> sure. Okay. Uh, don't don't they say Virginia's a commonwealth instead of a state? Yeah, it's a commonwealth. Isn't that one of their points of pride? Or is that Pennsylvania? It might also be Virginia. I don't know what the deal with is that. Yeah, do we look like we're from the East Coast? East Coast, more like dumb, am I right? I'm canceling <laughs> you. So, Norfolk, it's a major port city, home to one of the largest naval bases on the planet, Naval Station Norfolk. Uh, it, seriously, if you're a plane or ship nerd, take a gander via Google Maps, you will not regret it. Uh, and a tourist center for the lovely beaches at the aptly named Virginia Beach. Riveting. Yeah. I'm pretty sure, th- I'm sure this is cool <laughs> for industry. Yeah, the money, in fact, does happen. Um, also, is this the reason it's got a million and a half people instead of five? Well, that it's yeah, it's kind of a military town. It might be the country's largest military town, honestly. Like, oh, I don't know, maybe that's San Diego. But the point being, military is the the industry here. So, cool. like, I'm not kidding. Like, the north suburbs is where they build ships. Uh-huh. Norfolk itself is where they keep all the ships once they're built. <laughs> the south suburbs is where all the you know, service members actually live because, <laughs> you know, you got to commute to the Navy. And the east suburbs are where all the military members recreate. So hey, stable economy. Yeah. What more could you ask for? Nothing. <laughs> but, yeah, I looked on Google Maps, and at the, at the time of Google mapping, uh, there are two full-sized aircraft carriers docked there, Whew. three amphibious assault ships, which are basically small aircraft carriers, and a whole plethora of other things, including the submarines that launch nuclear weapons. So basically, the na- a navy that is larger than like a number of countries Look, is if sitting you, in this one port. Yeah, if you take Norfolk, it would be a relatively powerful country as well as a nuclear state. Oh, great. <laughs> so, there you go. Uh, also, interestingly, oh, I already. Oh yeah. Also, interestingly, uh, Norfolk is the namesake of the Norfolk Southern Railroad, everyone's least favorite derailment mongering crap fest of a black-themed railroad. Woohoo! <laughs> Giant fires. Yay, I like when my trains come off a curve at 50 miles an hour and turn an entire town into a super fun site. <laughs> Woohoo! <laughs> Railroading. Yeah. They're a bunch of professionals. So I've come up with a really great section title here, and so somebody else needs to read it for me. So, how did the tide come in? Ha, ha, Thank ha, you. Ha. I'm bowing at the screen right now because I'm so cool. And <laughs> Get it? Because that's the name of Norfolk's yeah. Light Rail. Yeah. That, that, that is such a beautiful sentence. Thank, thank you. You, you don't get to say thank you. You didn't do nothing. <laughs> no, I didn't. I'm a failure. <laughs> So, light rail was proposed for the Norfolk Metro beginning in the 1980s, after everywhere else in the country. Norfolk and Virginia Beach officials started to take an interest in what was happening in those other cities. I think, I think I've think i said this, like, I'm, this is my line, because I have always said this yeah. thing. I think I've said this, like, a hundred times now, but, quote, if Portland, San Diego, and Calgary can have light rail, then why shouldn't we? Well... It was a sign of the times. Um, 
Studies continued throughout the 80s and 90s, with a plan finally being put together for an 18-mile line running between the oceanfront at Virginia Beach and downtown Norfolk in 1997. The plan was put to vote in 1999 and voted down by Virginia Beach voters 56 to 44. Right. This, this will become a theme. <laughs> yeah, this will become a theme. Uh, the simple fact of the matter is that outside of like actual city centers and the D.C. suburbs, Virginia voters have infinite Hitler particles. Therefore, train bad, <laughs> highway good. Train bad, highway good. Uh... Let me vote for Glenn Youngkin. Uh, uh, elect crazy, insane people to Congress. Yeah, that sounds about right. Where's Margarine Taylor Green from again? I think she's from Georgia. Oh, okay. Did you see Margarine? I don't have to like be respectful <laughs> and tell her by her actual name. <laughs> okay. Uh, I'm gonna That's start pretty good. Calling uh, Lauren Bober, Lauren. Bubbler. Bubbler. Bubbly yeah, tea. Lauren Bubbler. <laughs> yeah. No, Lauren Buble. Uh, <laughs> Lauren Buble. I like that. <laughs> Sorry, Mike. <laughs> Michael Buble. Well, Norfolk was a bit more sold on the idea than Virginia Beach. Uh, with the suburbs out of the question for the present, local officials were free to pursue a light rail line on their own terms. Norfolk and HRT, Hampton Roads Transit. Also other things. Work, also other, other things that we will not be mentioning on this podcast. Not any other things. Nothing. That is a funny acronym. Oh, where does what's Hampton Roads? <laughs> uh that's like the the local name for the metro area is Hampton Roads. That's way cooler than what all those West Coast buses name our metro areas. The Bay Area? Okay, that one's pretty all right. Name it, name any other good one. <laughs> Got him. Um, Owned. Portland just calls themselves the Metro, which is pretty right. cool. The 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 Wasatch Front, like I don't know, these are pretty common. The Treasure Valley, that's Boise. Front Range, Denver. Okay, fine. I guess they don't suck that much. Owned, lib. Okay. <laughs> I, I say shrinking away oh. into a corn cob. <laughs> into a corn cob. So anyways, the officials in Norfolk were getting HRT. <laughs> 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 exactly. That's what happened. Uh, and because of that, they started working on a plan that could be funded mostly with federal dollars. <laughs> and their gamble paid off. Cool. Yeah, it was the 2000s, and as I like to call it, the good old days Back when you could get grant money for things other than buses. Yeah. Well, in 2007, the FTA announced a $128 million grant to fund over half the projects. Um, as you said, the good old days, with the rest being covered by local, federal, and state funds. Right, because the regional system got voted down, so they're kind of floating on their own here. Yeah, they're just doing it like this. This line exists only within city limits as it was built following this project. So they definitely need some funding help. Yeah, and yeah. Yeah, and being on the shore of Virginia, they named the transit system the tide later <laughs> that year. <laughs> Get it? Because the ocean is this. close by and it has a tide. They should have gotten like a Tide Pods sponsorship <laughs> and got like a Tide Pods themed wrap on the trains. I'm surprised uh, they have Unfortunately, this is 
I think this is pre-Tide Pod. Yeah. Okay, regular. They should, yeah. they should do that now. That would really boost ridership because then you can... <laughs> right. No, think about it, right? We had all these kids back in, like, 2019 or whatever, like, eating Tide Pods for fun. And so what I say is instead of eating Tide Pods for fun, you take a, a ride on the Tide Train. It's an ad huh. campaign. But I guess they could promote it. I don't know how cleanliness, how how clean the Tide system is, <laughs> but they could they could claim to be the world's cleanest light metro or light rail. The world's cleanest light rail transit system powered mm-hmm. by Tide uh, Pods. It, and they only clean clean with uh, Tide products. Yeah, that would that actually could be pretty. This this could be a fruitful partnership. <laughs> I think we should email HRT about this. <laughs> yeah, big HRT. <laughs> but, uh, anyway, anyway, construction began in two thousand eight uh, with a planned opening date in twenty ten. Um, That's not this a very did not good happen. Did not happen. Not a very good year to begin construction. <laughs> Hate to break the phone. That's a really good year yeah. to begin construction because you can pay the workers, Jack. Not <laughs> <laughs> yeah, great plan. Okay, so what happened? <laughs> Massive cost overruns happened uh, of almost a hundred um, hundred million dollars on a two hundred thirty-two million dollar project. Yeah, that's a lot. Uh, that. Yeah, that crippled the project uh, due to poor management, and the line wouldn't actually open until early parts of 2011 at a significantly inflated cost of $318 million. Rip. Yeah, so they had like a 50% cost overrun on this thing. Yeah, so why did that happen? (laughs) Sheer incompetence factor? Sheer incompetence and sheer incompetence. Nothing, not any like unexpected alignment problems or anything, just sheer incompetence? No, just mostly incompetence. Like, there was no reason for it to cost that much. Impressive. So. And this caused no political problems for the project? Uh, yeah, so for some uh, reason, Norfolk has and had, like, a huge tea party. Do you guys know what the tea party is? The original one or the current one? The current one. No. Well, it's not current anymore. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not familiar. <laughs> Hasn't been a relevant political yeah. movement in about ten years. But basically it was these, like, the forerunners of today's idiotic libertarians who think that the government is, like, inherently evil. Oh, great. And they were the Tea Party <laughs> because the Tea Party thought that government was bad. And, the, <laughs> and that is the... And that is the, the point of the American Revolution. So the point of the American Revolution is that government is bad and we should not have one. This 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 commentary is about as deep as the, uh, the harbor they dumped the tea into. Yeah. Um, But, yeah, they had this really big Tea Party contingent back in the day in Norfolk, and uh, you would best believe that they went buck-freaking-wild over this cost overrun. Ah, money! The government spent money! Ah. Well, and it went, oh, government mismanagement, corruption! This is like Michael Valentin, if he was right wing. Oh, boy. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't think that could get any worse. (laughs) (laughs) It can always get worse. (laughs) <laughs> Apparently so. Uh, well, still, the 7.4 mile, mostly double tracked, partially elevated line was a steal at the price, even with the cost overruns. Uh, 
The line only costs a bit over forty dollars, <laughs> not forty dollars, forty million dollars a mile. In Russia, rail line costs forty dollars. Nah, comrade. In Russia, rail line build you. You pay rail line pay you forty million dollars to be built. <laughs> okay. Also, did I hear mostly double tracked and partially elevated in the same sentence? I think it's fully double tracked. I don't know why I said mostly there. Well, still, at $40 million a mile, that's still a good price even for today. Perfectly respectable. That's a good price even back then, because UTA around the same time was building for about 50, 60. Yeah. And we have a lot less, like, I don't know, something kind of interesting. Oh, well, it's my, it's my turn now, and you can see the alignment. You can't see the alignment. Look it up, losers. Um, <laughs> we're painting a word picture for <laughs> yeah, you. Yeah, we're painting a word picture uh, you can see <laughs> that there's a lot of bridges for such a short line. Like, there are, like, three major bridges, and it only shows two of them on this, but there are, like, three major bridges over, like, large bodies of water. Mm. So they're building more for less money. Yes. Although, it is kind of a quirky little guy. Uh, so will you, will you, Kyle, do me a favor, and you, Alex, and look up a picture of the tide light rail? Sure. If there's no if there's no Tide Pod wrap, I'm gonna be pissed. So something interesting you'll notice is a that there's no Tide Pod wrap, and b they use one car mm -hmm. sets. But why does nobody ride it? <laughs> well, not really, but oh well, that. Uh, so yeah, it. yeah, they use a single car Siemens S70 trains, which is usually something you'd expect from a streetcar rather than regular light rail. Please tell me the platforms are long enough to accommodate. Uh -uh, nope. All one platform. What the including, hell? Including, and I'm gonna. Okay, okay. So you need to look up. Hold on, because this is this is really funny. This is really funny because I think it might be unique in the entire world. Um. So I need you to look up. I should have like prepared for this, but I just remembered how funny this is. Okay, so you need to look up NSU or. Norfolk State University station on the tide light rail on Google Maps and look at it. Is that in a freeway median? Uh, yes, and also it is, I think, the smallest elevated station in North America. And they elevated it directly over a freeway? Uh, not a freeway exactly, so much <laughs> as a slightly large road. Oh, okay. Oh, that's, that's a pretty long platform, so I guess they can fit two cars on that one, which was probably a good idea. Um, but, yeah, they just use one-car huh. sets, and they always have, and I think that's very interesting. Why is it so far from the, like, middle of the university? I don't know, and it's funny, because they put one on, like, both ends of the university, but not in the middle. Could have probably just put one in the middle. Is that a fucking maintenance shed? Oh, yeah, it's right there. You don't have to have very much maintenance <laughs> when you have a total of nine light rail vehicles. Yeah, why did they put one on each oh, end and nine? Uh -huh. one in the middle? And then they have a maintenance they have nine vehicles. What? <laughs> One car. This keeps getting worse. <laughs> you promised me before we started this, this episode that this was a serious light rail system designed to move people. It is a serious people. light rail system designed to move people. <laughs> Be nice to it. With one car trains? Yeah, with one car trains. And look, and look, some of the downtown stations are actually built for one car. Oh I'm glad God. that they were smart enough on, like, the, the elevated station to not do something as stupid as that. Although it would be very funny if they had an elevated station that was built for one car trains. And I thought like Portland two car trains were excessively short. <laughs> so this is the S line, but sometimes it goes 55. 
<laughs> and it has multiple <laughs> destinations. And it has multiple destinations. No, but it goes it goes places, Kyle. It goes to the university, it goes to a hospital, it goes downtown and to a very small portion of the suburbs. Well, that's good because well, the suburbs voted it down. Yes. So screw them, I guess. Uh-huh. That's their that's on them, really. Yeah. So, what do we have any idea what what on earth would motivate them to use not even two car sets, but one car set? Uh because they weren't expecting to get any serious ridership until, like, 2030. Right. Like, when they... <laughs> Maybe they should make a better bloody train, though. Their, their, their ridership projections for 2030 were, like, 7,500 people. Bruh. And to, in the second year of operation, they were doing about 5,000 a day, which is a lot more than they were expecting. So, uh... There are quotes, I read this in the in the local newspaper, of people saying that it feels, quote, like the New York subway during rush hour. Because <laughs> there's, <'Cause> there's <laughs> nine one-car trains. Well, because the trains would get quite busy at rush hour with, like, <laughs> university students and such going wherever. Or from the hospital to wherever. Because, like, it is a pretty decent park-and-ride system in that people will drive in from the place it was supposed to be extended to, park <laughs> at the last station on the line so they don't have to deal with traffic. <laughs> um... So, you know, it would be pretty busy and it's it's kind of funny. Oh my god. It's kind of kind of a goofy boy, kind of a silly little guy. But yeah. So, um in 2011, uh, the city of Virginia Beach, our perpetual enemy on this episode of the podcast, mm. uh, considered expanding light rail to the oceanfront again after the relative success of the tide's early years. Uh, it hit about 5,000 daily riders, as we discussed a few moments ago, years ahead of schedule, although today it gets only about 3,000, but the Rona. Um, <laughs> the mayor at the time of Virginia Beach bought the right-of-way, which it still owns, for $40 million, <laughs> and a non-binding referendum to extend the line was passed by a 20-point margin in 2012. That's uh, 62 to 38. So this extension happens. Studies came out showing that there was a significant state and federal support for the project and things look good. But Virginia Beach's Hitler particles struck again, voting down the possibility of spending city funds on the $800 million expansion to the oceanfront in 2017 what? by 57 to 43. The, and this was after <laughs> the same people made did four the years, Four years later. And they reversed almost exactly. Like from, from, basic, from a 24 point in favor to like... 16 points against, which is one of the craziest, like, swings in history. That is, yeah, that's a, that's a big that's, swing. That's impressive. That's impressive. So, uh, it's like a 40-point swing. But, so, yeah. Um, and then following the second failure to convince the Beechers, that's a very <laughs> funny denonym, uh, of the need for light rail into their city. The project has been canceled indefinitely and plans are moving forward to turn part of the purchase alignment into a rail trail with space left for a light rail in the future, thank God. Finally! That should be, okay, like, good. the norm. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, that sucks. Yeah. Because the thing that this line needs to be a success is a residential population. And this extension would hook it up, hook it up to that. To a residential population, which it currently does not have any of along the line. And uh, as you mentioned earlier, there's some substantial park and ride success on the residential end of the line. Like, during during the good years, like, those park and ride lots were full. So. 
So it's pretty much all of the ridership just for the university? Uh, And the hospital, and also like as a downtown circulator, which is always nice, I guess. Okay. Hmm. But the hospital is really big if you look at it. So it, it, I'm sure it drives a decent amount of ridership. Ooh. Oh, well, with nine single-car trains, this thing can't be that expensive to operate. No, it's not particularly. Because <laughs> they do all the maintenance out of a <laughs> they shed. They do all the maintenance out of a shed next be. to the university, <laughs> yeah. Maybe they employ <laughs> university students. Yeah. Uh, something nice is that you can, um, <laughs> you can get uh, two Amtrak from it. Which is cool. That's nice. Mm-hmm. We like that. And since the Northeast Regional sometimes goes to Norfolk now. <laughs> <laughs> Depending on which of the 500 schedules you get. Yeah. Mainline rail services be like. Main run, mainline rail services run by Amtrak be like. Uh, something that is kind of interesting is how extensively grade separated it is outside of downtown. That's cool. We like that. Yeah. I, I don't know if that's on purpose so much or if it just kind of happened, but there aren't, like, that many grade crossings. That's good. Safety and such. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, uh, so I guess the question is, what now? Sit and rot. No. I'm a Virginia beacher. <laughs> uh, so they're building a new 2.2-mile extension east to Military Circle, which is a mall. <laughs> Um, oh. <laughs> it's a dead mall, though, and the city of Norfolk is buying it and planning to converse it, convert it into, like, a 15,000-unit mixed-use housing development. Cool. So uh, this could be, like, mm. the residential population that this line needs, yeah, maybe. That's a decent idea. Um, and Big HRT is pursuing a 2.2-mile... <laughs> ex- wait. Yeah, no, that's <laughs> the thing you just said. I didn't say Big HRT. No, but to the to the mall. Oh, I see. Uh, there are also far-flung hopes of extending the line to Naval Station Norfolk with a large university on the way and south to the major suburb of Chesapeake. Who um, might actually want it, unlike the other suburb? Maybe. I don't know. Guess we'll find out. Couldn't hurt, right? you got to try. Suburbs when they're asked to not be car dependent. Well, why is this large university on the way? I don't know. It said that in, like... The article, and I'm not sure what they're talking about, but it's supposed to be there somewhere. So, hmm. okay, I don't know. Hmm. <laughs> interesting. Yeah, it is kind of interesting, isn't it? Um, there's also been some talk of extending the tide across the James River uh, to Newport News, namesake of the shipbuilders build aircraft carriers and a lot of nuclear submarines for the U.S. Navy. Employment. Employment. Uh, but most of these are unfunded dreams uh, mm. far into the future. And I will say, building a line across the James River would be quite a feat, given that it is not small. Like, I think the narrowest point is, like, which there's already a freeway bridge across, like, two and a half miles. Oh, God. Uh, it's a bit, it's a tidal it's river. It's like Bay Jeez. Bridge level crap. Yeah. It's, and there's ship traffic in it, right? Oh, <laughs> Yeah, there's ship traffic so in it. So this is literally like Bay Bridge level crap. Oh, yeah. Yeah, but it would be like train. That would be a really expensive bridge. <laughs> yes, it would. <laughs> so uh, that one's probably not super likely, but... Or or a tunnel. Is it deep? Is it shallow enough for a tunnel? <sighs> oh, sorry. You want to spend how many trillion dollars on this line? Fucking hell. <laughs> 
Um, <laughs> something I would like to make the observation of, though, uh, for those who are critical of this line, is that 7.4 miles is not exactly a region-spanning line, and you can't really judge it because it's less than half of what it was supposed to be. <laughs> doesn't really go. Doesn't the, go where it's supposed to go. Far, yeah. yeah. Uh, so the line should go to Virginia Beach, and the federal government should pay for the whole thing. Sounds good. And um, something is needed to change Transit's future in extremely car-dependent Norfolk, and I still think it's the Tide. Woohoo! Complete with Tide Tide Pod sponsorship. It's true. Uh, yeah, but go watch Miles and Transit's video of writing it, so you can see just how much of a goofy little guy it is. And the two people who read the sources page may be confused by how scant they are this time. And that is because, for some reason, this is the least documented rail project in the history of the world. That's impressive. They usually have a lot of people <laughs> talking about them. Uh-huh. Do the rail fans not like this one? No. I, I have to say, looking at the system map, it gets really bendy and twisty going into downtown. Yeah, <laughs> well, it's an American light rail like, line. That, that seems like it would be a, a nightmare to... Ride. Would it really be a light rail line if it, went, if it went in a straight line? I mean, something that is good about it downtown is that it really doesn't actually interact with car traffic that much. Like, they they turn, like, most of it, a lot of its alignment into kind of a pedestrian mall. Oh, that's good. Or it's in, like, Main Street sort of alignment more than, like, 4th South or something like that. So I think it's pretty decent. I would have to look on my phone and see how long it takes to ride end to end because that would probably be interesting. Transit app is kind of goaded for that. But um, something also kind of interesting about downtown Norfolk is that there's a lot of casinos. Um, That's weird. Virginia. I mean, I guess I'm from Utah, so what do I know? But Yeah, so I think... Um, I just think that's interesting. <laughs> that's all. I'm looking at the the fares right now, and two dollars. That seems pretty good. Fair trip, I guess, isn't too bad. No, not yeah. at all. Yeah, so it takes about twenty six mm. minutes. Seven point four miles divided by twenty six minutes is an average running speed of seventeen miles per hour. That's not bad when you only have like three miles of suburban line. <laughs> yeah, no, that's not terrible. So, huh? Yeah. Oh, it is partially single tracked. I knew I was right. Oh, why? Uh, just just <laughs> for the EOL station at the hospital. Oh, gotcha. So I, I was right. I am vindicated. Congratulations on on not making a factual error. Thank you. I do appreciate it when you don't make factual errors. Ah, <laughs> yeah, so that's the episode. Any thoughts about the Norfolk? It's kind of a weird word, Norfolk. Yeah. Norfolk Light Rail. Be cool if it was bigger. Like, system effect is a real thing. There's a reason master plan metro yeah. systems get inconceivably high ridership and single light rail lines don't. Do, do you know how the, the bus connections are to it? Uh, is it okay? Not really, but that's mostly because there isn't enough space for there to be a lot of feeder buses into it. I think that the EOL station at the very east end uh, has quite a few bus connections because it's like 
all the buses from Virginia Beach have to feed into it <laughs> to get into like because there's no extension because there's no extension. Um, but it's not great, and that's mostly just because it doesn't go enough places for there to be a ton of feeder buses into it. Gotcha. Because hmm. the feeder buses matter more on the suburban end than on the part on the end where it goes directly to the destination. Yeah, there's like five. There's like five buses that go into the end of it. Some of them seem to have marginal frequency, so. Cool. I think that's the only station with a bus loop, though. So, hmm. you know, that's that. What you gonna do? Extend the damn thing. That's all I gotta say. Joe Biden should launch uh, a new rail program specifically to build rail extensions along corridors that transit agencies already own. Like this one here. Or, like, to sick it to, like, Republican voters in the suburbs who now have to have light rail. Oh, yeah, yeah we're have really... have transportation We're options. really shoving this down their throat. We now have to have options to get out of the suburbs. By, like, hiding it away in some <laughs> little rail corridor somewhere. Yeah. And it's a really straight rail corridor, too, if you look at it. Like, it is just dead straight from, from oh, Norfolk to Virginia nice. Beach. Like, you'd be cruising on this sucker. Huh. It, it, if Biden did that, could we rename <laughs> the blue line to the Democrat yes. line? The Dem line. Dem, Dem line. <laughs> would, would, the, would the green line be the Indy line? The independent? The green party line. The red line being... Or, or is, that, is that normally yellow? Uh, I think they're normally yellow, so it would be the green party line. And then... <laughs> Then the red line can be the uh, Republic <laughs> cell line. Political discourse if it was a light rail system. Huh. <sighs> no, but I don't think it would be the end of the world for between like 40 and 60% of Virginia Beach voters, depending on what the phase of the moon is, to have to like remember on occasion every couple months that the light rail exists. Yeah. Although, yeah. Like, it's, that, really, yeah. it's really not going to hurt anybody. No, but... God invented, like, this thing called noise fences. <laughs> you can put those up. Done. Yeah. I don't know, man. That's that's what it is. I would, I would like to see it extended to Virginia Beach just because I think that that would probably fix most of the line's problems. But, you know, that's just me. I'm sure the climate wouldn't mind either. No, I really don't think the climate would mind. <laughs> sure downtown in Norfolk wouldn't mind either. Mm. Yeah, one of the deader American downtowns, probably. Rip. Um, so. Hey, at least it's better than Denver. That, it might be. <laughs> That's not difficult, man. <laughs> I, I would believe yeah. that. So anyway, that, that's the show. Please remember to like, comment, and subscribe, and to follow and leave us a rating on iTunes and Spotify. If you like what we do here, please consider becoming a member on Patreon. Patrons receive early access to our regular content as well as exclusive content about every month and occasional merch drops. Speaking of patrons... I'm working on it. Okay. <laughs> you when you're on the podcast. Uh, oh, you want to see me when I'm on the podcast? That's a gift for you later. Thanks. You're welcome. Uh, at um, 
the giant trans bay tube, uh, but it's under the James River and is for single car light rail trains tier. And it's only single tracked. Sure, because why not? Uh, we have Zach Adams. At the Virginia Beach extension tier, we have generic GT. At Frontrunner tier, we have Curtis Herring, Devin Zander, McKay Ransom, Mike Christensen, Phobos 2390, and Tony Stunts. Thank you, Frontrunner patrons. And at our Redline tier, $5 a month, we have Brian Smith, Christopher Whaley, DJ, Highwell, Watkins, G4, Jacob Whitecotton, Jesse Mayo, Reluctant LA Resident, and Robert P. Walsh. At uh, Tide, Tide Pod sponsored Blue Line tier, we have Alex Dykelski, Alice MYOB, Ben Busath, Bradley Bondi, Ethan McDonald, Evelyn, Gonza 12, Jack Mikowski, Martin Hecker Martinez, Matt Gray, Oliver, Seth, new patron, Sky Lakowski. Hi. Nice to meet you. Uh, Zach Verstott. And Zach Verstott. At Grind here, or, um, I don't know, the Chesapeake Extension? Sure. Why not? Uh, we have Andrea Levine, Benjamin Wood, John Heron Gorman, Joshua S. Horvath, and Capil. It should be the uh, green, quote, unusual number of grade separations for an unimportant light rail section, True. close quote, line. Very true, and also an elevated station, which is something we don't have. <laughs> because of, cor- of course not. I mean, North, no, Temple? North Temple does not count. Aww. That's not an elevated station, that's, that's a, a bridge. bridge. Yeah. It's literally a bridge. It's just built into a bridge. It's it's kind of an accident. <laughs> <laughs> a happy little accident. Now, if they p- did what I think they should do and put a transfer station on the green line to Front Runner in the south... Then we would have an elevated station. What? All the way to Murray? Hmm? All the way to Murray? No. You know where the green line crosses over the front runner oh, tracks? Oh, yeah. I think we should put a station there so the mid, so the South City has a... I think if we ever do the uh, hypothetical Park City extension, we should totally put one there. Yes. Can I open my water bottle? Yeah, we're done episoding. Okay. Now we get to do a Patreon episode. Woohoo. Okay, uh, time to switch files, Alex? Yep, you got it.